everybody, welcome to the export. I am Raven X, and we are doing this week a bit differently. So, of course, we're gonna have the main show coming for you later on with Big ET. But right now, I am very happy to welcome my embryo, my embryo, my embryo bro, Chris Waters. Hi, embryo. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm I'm all right. I, I could use me a nap, but overall, I'm doing okay. You don't need a nap. You don't need a nap. That's not true at all. It. You don't need it. You know, successful people don't sleep. You know, Negro, didn't you just food. say you took a nap today? Am I successful? I didn't know. Uh, that's news to me. I didn't know I was that successful. You're okay, absolutely right. successful. What are you talking about? Okay, all right. That's news to me, then. Well, I mean, I, took, I didn't, I, uh, well, you know, I didn't say you can't take a nap. I just said you don't need no, I do need. No, you don't need no sleep. No, don't don't change stuff. Just about you, not me. Okay, but you, you are successful, darling. Don't don't disrespect yourself after, like after, that. You a king. After, uh, after uh, we done with this, you gonna go for a nice jog. The devil. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'll go to the gym after raw ends. I'm not. <laughs> I wish I would. I hate running or jogging. I hate you all know, that. I cleaned up and everything. Took a shower. I'm like, I forgot to go to the gym today. Well, boom, you can go ahead and mosey on down there. We're not just here to talk about what we are doing with our time tonight. We are going to talk about our payback predictions because it seems like SummerSlam was literally five minutes ago and we are already on to the next show. But first, we cannot talk about anything else before we send our condolences to the families and loved ones of Terry Funk and Wyndham Rotunda, better known to us wrestling fans as Bray Wyatt. Embryo, what were you doing when you heard that the Eater of Worlds, the Fiend, had passed away? Uh, I learned uh, real late at night. I think you was the one that sent it to me. I was texting you and uh, probably was playing Call of Duty or just relaxing. I forgot what I was doing. But um, I was just chilling and uh, laying around. And it was shocking because... They was just talking about how he was healthier and get ready to come back. And then that was just out of nowhere. Uh, very talented. Uh, I didn't even realize how young he was. He was just 36. Yeah. But uh, very talented, had a lot more to give. Really do feel bad for his family and kids. Um, it's just tough. Feel bad for Terry Funk, too. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I was um I was just on Twitter scrolling because this all happened on 824, which for those of you who are uncultured, that's Kobe Bryant day. So yep, yep. I'm like in full Kobe mode. Like I'm watching highlights. I'm on the Twitters. I'm on the Instagrams, just enjoying Kobe Bryant content. Also I had to work cause the Colts played that night, but still like a 24, honestly, a 23 and a 24. I'm like in full Kobe mode. No other athlete really matters to me. But as I'm scrolling on Twitter and then I see triple H's tweet that he passed, my first thought was like, what kind of cruel, sick joke is this? Like, if it wasn't Triple H saying it, I wouldn't have believed it. And so I kind of went on a rabbit hole, like just scrolling and got all sad about it. I didn't really cry Thursday night, but Friday, I think first I saw uh, Braun Strowman's like tribute to him. That got me. And then SmackDown, oh, I was a wreck i was crying like a baby oh yeah they, they uh put a great video they, just the whole night um 
dedicated to him. It was a great video package and all that. It was just sad. You can tell everybody was hurt. And just the little times, I didn't realize like how little he was in um, WWE. Just the little time he was there, like he just put a huge movement. Um, I definitely like. I, I still remember when the Fiend first came out on Raw. I didn't know. I just thought he was just doing a new gimmick with puppets. Then when I saw the Fiend, like when he showed the first video of the Fiend, I was like, "What?" And I'm just like, like I remember saying, just sitting there, like when they cut back to the audience, everybody was just sitting there, like. Are we like witnessing something great right now? <laughs> it was like, like he just had a brilliant mind. It was just the videos they did dedicated to him was amazing. Um, it's just weird, and it's just you know the, the great following he got the little time he was there. Like you could just tell he was amazing mind and uh, gone way too early, way way too early. It's interesting you say like he wasn't there that long because it for me it feels like he's been around for a long time. Like right? thinking about his time with like as Husky Harris with Nexus to kind of going back. I believe it was FCW at the time. They're coming back as the eater of worlds. I caught on to that version of Bray Wyatt when I got back into wrestling in what, 2016. And like, since I've been back in it, Bray Wyatt has hands down been one of my favorite wrestlers in the business. So I was very excited to see him potentially come back. I wanted to see what this new iteration of Bray Wyatt was going to be, especially because after that, um, what was that, blackout match or whatever, whatever yeah, it was called yeah, against Duke, L.A. Knight. Uh, the Mountain Dew black match. Black yeah, Mountain that joint was weird. But, I mean, like, it just kind of goes into what Bray Wyatt is. Like, I would argue he's one of the greatest minds WWE has ever had. So it's, it's just yep. so crazy to think that you know he's he's gone like legitimately gone not like he went to AEW or impact like yeah. he's he's actually gone so it sucks but this isn't going to be yeah. all sad what it would you say is either your favorite gimmick or just favorite bray wyatt moment in general uh i will say because i got back into wrestling when he was doing the, i remember this person when he was doing the feud with matt hardy uh, one of my favorite moments with him is when he became a tag team with Matt Hardy. I think it was at WrestleMania. Matt was doing the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial, uh, you know, the Royal Rumble. The thing and that don't Ray, matter. And it's a battle yeah, royal. There's only one Royal Rumble, silly. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, 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 my bad. But um, he, like, the lights went out. It was Matt. I forgot who he was going against. And uh, the lights went out, and he popped back up. And then he helped Matt win, and they became a tag team. I absolutely loved their tag team. It was the Woken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. But I will say, like, one of my favorite moments for him was definitely when he uh, introduced The Fiend. That was one of my favorite moments. I think it was amazing. Um, well, no, no, I, I'm sorry. My favorite moment is when he returned in Extreme Rules. I love how they did it. Um, that was, like, my favorite moment with Bray, uh, when he, uh, how he came back. And I was very excited to see what he was going to do with Bobby and Mania. It was it was random, but I was excited to see what would have happened. But just to give a definite answer, Extreme Rules, when he came back, it was just amazing. They did it perfectly. Uh, that was like my favorite moment. My favorite Bray moment. Well, I'll, I'll do my gimmick first. Like, I love The Fiend. Like, I remember the first Firefly Funhouse. I remember, I think I was watching with Keezy. Just like, what the hell is this? Exactly. And I remember like... <laughs> You know, this is why you don't judge so quickly. Because I remember talking so much stuff and just being like, this is so weird and so stupid. What have they done with Bray? And then you fast forward in the Fiend debuts. And it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Um, but my favorite gimmick, though, hands down, is uh, Eater of Worlds. I love, yeah. like, Swamp 
rad bray like the little sermons he would press like with the straw hat and the chair to land like it was just it was just so cool and just so unique i know people try to compare it to what um like the undertaker was doing because you know the spider walk and kind of had like that dark darker side to the gimmick but i just think that it was a wholly unique thing and even though I'm appreciative of The Fiend, I wouldn't have been mad if, like, when he came back, like, at Extreme Rules, if he would have brought that gimmick back. Obviously, he wasn't going to, but I wouldn't have been mad. Um, but my favorite moment was 2017 in the Elimination Chamber when he actually won the World Championship. Because, mm-hmm. again, I love me some Bray. And so it got really frustrating seeing him get so close and then nowhere. And then when he was finally able to win that match, especially considering looking at the guys who were in there, Johnny Boy Cena was there. Um, AJ Styles was in that match too and for him to actually win even though everybody knew like it was just to set him up to lose against uh, Randy at Wrestlemania but still it was a hell of a moment to see him actually get his time in the spotlight nice nice real beautiful so rest in peace Bray Wyatt again thoughts and prayers to your family your loved ones because I can only imagine what they're going through of course condolences as well to the family and loved ones of Terry Funk but without further ado let's uh let's go on to talk about the things that these gentlemen loved and that's wrestling because like I said this weekend we got a wrestling pay-per-view payback is taking place this Saturday again where did the time go um you ready to make some predictions embryo Let's make some predictions. I'm ready. Hoorah. So let's start things off with the United States Championship rematch. We have newly crowned champ Rey Mysterio taking on Austin Theory. Rey better win. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know where they're doing with this. I don't know if they're going to do a few with Esco. I, mean, uh, um, um, I didn't ruin his whole name. Um, Santos Escobar? Santos Escobar. You Thank better get you. my boo name correct. I'm gonna get it right. I'm gonna get it right. Uh, you I better. think they're trying to go towards him and Ray in the feud soon. Which hopefully he wins that. Hopefully Ray gives him the rub. Uh, but I'm gonna go Ray Mysterio as well. Austin, I don't. He's not a. I don't know. Maybe he he needs a new something. I don't know what it is. Um, they they didn't try. They didn't try it with Austin, and it's just not clicking. No. Uh, I think it was true when John Cena said, "You don't believe in yourself." Like, I don't know what it is, but uh, Ray better win. Um, I'm with you with Ray. Yeah, like Austin Theory, like I remember his opponent opponents, but I can't think of like a memorable thing he did since like becoming champion. The the most memorable thing he did was when he won the belt against Seth and Bobby. That was the most because I, I, uh, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, my brother in Christ. I don't even remember that, consider that memorable because I forgot that's who he beat. But that's what I'm saying. Seth was the champion. Like, that was, like, the best match. They kept trying to put him... WWE have tried to push him. They put him in, in matches with relevant people. Bobby, Seth, for the longest, it was just him, Bobby, and Seth. You get all these matches, you know, he wins. He didn't held the belt for a while. I forgot. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a couple months since he had the belt, the championship. And it's just... I don't know what he needs. Like, I wish I could give him an answer and be like, hey, yo, you got to do this. You got to change this up. But I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I think he he's one of those guys who could benefit from some time away coming back with a brand new gimmick because I really can't even describe what his gimmick is right now besides, like, cocky. Exactly. But it ain't. It's not working. 
He's not. Yeah, I, I guess you're. Uh, I I go with you with that one. He's just cocky. That's his gimmick. Maybe go back to NXT. I'm not sure. Or put him on Raw with the rest of the fam. Yeah, Maybe bring back the way. Them. He was way more entertaining in the way. So hopefully they do that. Well, look now. My question is: Can you have the way, but also have hashtag DIY come back together? I think so. I mean. I, I think so. Uh, would it last long? Probably not, but I, I can see it doing it for a while. Uh, they can make it work. Either way, I, I want DIY to come back because I'm I'm ready. This is a tangent, but we typically get on tangents when we talk predictions. Yeah. I'm not saying I want Kevin and Sammy to drop both belts, but I'm going to need at least one. I need the SmackDown belt or the blue belt to go back to SmackDown. I don't, you know, I don't mind it. I mean, the only, the, only thing, the only thing that makes me mad about it, well, I'm not mad about it, but I have a problem with is, you know, that if they have both belts, if you want to just do one tag team belt for WWE, cool, but at least have them going on both shows because it didn't make sense. You drafted the undisputed tag team champions to one show, so yeah. you're just leaving SmackDown without a tag team? At least the women's champions, like, they do travel. Exactly, and, and it makes a whole lot of sense. Because I could be tripping, but I don't think that Kevin and Sammy have had a SmackDown tag team match since they went against Pretty Deadly. I want to say you are correct. Where is Pretty, Pretty One Deadly? One of them got I, hurt. I, 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 I'm about to say, because I enjoyed Austin with them. They had a weird little thing going on, like them and Austin Theory. I really enjoyed when he used to hang around them. Yeah, one of them got hurt. Um, but, okay, okay. But yeah. Moving on to now a match again that, again, sorry, that had nothing to do with tag teams. I don't even know how we got on that subject. But next up, we got The I Miz versus <laughs> L.A. Knight. Yeah. Um, I got uh, L.A. Knight. Oh, yeah, I'm going L.A. Knight all the way. Um, Miz, Miz is about to do what he do best, lose. And let's not talk bad on him. Miz is one of the best in the company. I really do like The Miz. But uh, he's about to help L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight is about to win. Yeah, agreed. Um, so this match isn't technically on the card. Mind you, we're recording this before some, uh, Raw comes on. So this could be added. I just put it on here anyway because I think it's going to end up on the card. But Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther defending his title against Chad Gable. I got Gunther, but I think they've had good matches before. I think this one is going to be the best of the bunch. Has Gunther broken the record yet? No, not yet. I think he's going to break it this weekend or close to it. If he had broken the record, I would have went Chad Gable. But if the record is still standing, I'm going to go with Gunther because I really feel like they want him to break that record. And he should break the record. So uh, I'm going to go Gunther. But, hey, um, if Chad pulled it off, because I, I, Chad has a lot of steam. You don't want to mess up his um his momentum right now. I like, mean, I don't think a loss to Gunther does that long as he looks strong. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like Gunther doesn't win clean. Uh, I go Gunther. I feel like something might happen. Mm. First and off, I'll say I look. I looked it up. I think um. So I'm looking it up now. Gunther has to hold the title until September 7th to break the record. So he's, he's got what a record. little over a week. I think Chad. I think Chad is going to give him a run for his money and like for the first time in a long time because I because I said he usually wins clean, no help. He might something might happen. Maybe they bring O 
Otis out. They beat, they jump Otis or something, and he distracts them. Yeah, I, I think he wins this match clean just because their other matches haven't exactly ended clean. Hey, that's true. You're right about that. So, I didn't think about that. Uh, we could, you right. Because, like, what? It was a count out, and then... Count out. And then no, technically, the Tag the Gable ex lived through the five minutes and then lost. And then the next one was a count out win. Yep, you're right. And so, yeah, I, I hope it's clean. We don't we don't need no more sloppy finishes. I think it's going to be like a clean pin and stuff. I just say it might be a distraction, but it's going to be a clean pin. Fair. I got you. Uh, all right, moving on to things that need to finish. Finally, the feud between Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus is hitting its final stretch because the, these two Hall of Fame, well, one for Hall of Famer and another future Hall of Famer are going to be meeting in a steel cage match this Saturday. Trish Stratus, you said what? No, that's not tonight. They're doing the- uh, No, that's a false count anywhere against Zoe Stark. Yeah, my bad. I was thinking. It's okay. Look at you thinking about women. We love to see it. <laughs> that was a good one and you know it um, no, I didn't say nothing I just laughed I didn't say nothing it was a good one but yeah I've enjoyed having Trish I don't know if she's going to do anything else in WWE after this match but it's been a fun ride since she's been here but I do think Becky gets the dub yeah they, they should have been did this match it's starting to lose a little steam I love the program but they definitely should have had it on uh, SummerSlam SummerSlam and yeah. uh, I don't know why they didn't pull that off but um, they had a battle royal on there, but not this match. Um, they had to get LA Knight a pay per view win. I, I get it, I get it, but I they could have beat that on a Friday night SmackDown. It's fine. But um, agree. I got Becky as well. Um, this has been a long feud. I, like I'm like you. I don't know how long she's um gonna stay afterwards. So I got Becky. Agreed. All right, speaking of women, because there's another women's uh, match on the card. Finally, we are going to get Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez for the Women's World Championship. Though, Rhea Ripley is going to retain her title. I am going on record. Y'all can hear me? This, is, this thing's on. I think this is going to be the best match by far of her championship reign. And I love how I say that as if there have been many other options because there have not been. <laughs> Well, they're they're putting themselves in a corner a little bit because, well, if one, I'm picking Real Ripley. I'm on your side. It's going to be a hard-hitting match. Uh, it's going to be very, very, very good. But uh, Real Ripley's going to pull it off. I don't know if Dom is going to help her or she might win clean. The thing I like about Real, she's been winning by herself. She doesn't really need help. And um, But the problem is, which they're doing it right, but the problem is they let her squash everybody. So it's like, She's not allowed to have good matches because even though she squashed Candace, Candace LeRae, you, they could have made that a feud, and I'm pretty sure they could have put on a banger match. They could have at least made the match longer than two minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I didn't have Candace LeRae winning, but she could have did a feud with Candace LeRae and had, like, some banger matches. So, you know, I don't want them to – I like how they're booking her, but I don't want them to, like, have her destroy everybody because, hey, she's not going to have any opponents. But this is going to be a great match, and Rhea's going to pull out the win. Agreed. Um, all right, next up. Well, actually, let, let's revert back to this. I feel like we've talked about this before, and I think it's only a matter of time, but when do you think Becky is going to go against Rhea? I don't think it's probably going to happen until WrestleMania, but I think, yeah, it's happening. It's just a matter of when. Um, 
who I'm trying to think who could really even face after this. Like you're gonna to try to push Chad Raquel a little longer because I was thinking if they trying to rush for it or run out of ideas, she might have to fight her at Rumble. I mean, they could still like push something with her and uh, Liv Morgan whenever she comes back. That's gonna be something. Um, and then yeah. I think that they could actually give her a feud with Candice LeRae or Indy Hartwell or both. I think you could legitimately do that. Well, she's not already destroyed both of them. I mean, um, that don't mean anything. She destroyed Natalia, and they ended up having a banger. That's true. That's true. Great point. I give you that. Thank you so much for recognizing my brilliance. Always. Yeah, I wish. But, yeah. <laughs> if I had to bet, I think that we might not see it. Because, I mean, honestly, who do you have Becky go against But anytime soon? Well... I thought the goal would probably be Rhea versus Bianca at WrestleMania. I don't think so anymore. Unless Bianca wins the Rumble and switches brands. But if she switches brands, that means the Street Profits got to switch brands too. Well, I mean, yeah. And I mean, them and Bobby was on Raw for the longest. Yeah, but then you're going to put them right back on Raw? Now, don't get me wrong. I think that Raw's women's division could use the star power, but I don't think there was ever any, any indication that that was going to be the match. Hmm. Not since uh, not since Mania, I'll say that. Okay. Well, they might have to hold it off to Mania because, I mean, you got to build up the women's division on Raw. Uh, well, they have a lot of talented women on there. They're just not booking them well because – SmackDown's yeah, women's roster is bodying the hell out of them. It, it is. It really is. Um, it, it really is. Like, uh, yeah, Rod needs to do some more better storytelling. I don't want to get started with that, with uh, how they treat the NXT Tag Team Champion girls. They just been treating them bad since they I'm, came I'm, to the What you call them? I, I couldn't think of their name. The NXT girls that was the uh, Why are you calling champion. them girls? <laughs> Women, I'm sorry. Wow. They just, they just so small and adorable. You talking about, uh, I, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't know, like, their new names, but Casey, Cadenzaro, and, um, you know say, yeah, like, Caden so Carter. Yeah, yeah, like, them, like, they was the champion. They, they just been, man, they been getting I, No, they bad. weren't, they weren't champions. It was, uh, Alba Fire and, um, Isla Dawn. No, I said they was champion. They was the, uh. No, they weren't. No, they, no, yeah, my bad, but that was. Wow. <laughs> That's my bad. Hey, look, wrestling happens every week. A lot happens, okay? Mm. You know, you know. sometimes you forget. Mm. And I wasn't even going to say that you ain't care about women, but right now. Well, clearly I do care. I just forget You about didn't it. know. <laughs> you had these women so crossed up and confuzzled. And I can assure you, they don't look not nothing alike. I know they don't look alike. I know they don't. <laughs> so just stop. Mm. <laughs> I just got confused for a second. Yeah. Ooh, Sure. But yes, now I agree with them not doing nothing because they haven't done anything since they lost their titles. Where are they actually? And they're on SmackDown. They, lost last, they lost last week. No, they lost last week against um Piper Evans and um No they didn't. You're thinking yeah, I'm talking I'm talking about Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. The actual champions. I know who you're talking about. I'm talking about the ones who are actually champion. They haven't been on TV since they lost the titles. Can't think who you're talking about. Wow. I know exactly who you're talking about because you're talking about Casey and Caden Carter. I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah, they did lose to Chelsea Green and Piper. 
I'm talking about the um the actual NXT women's champions because when oh, they got drafted to SmackDown. Okay, okay. They 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 did get drafted to SmackDown. Yeah, where have they been? Thank you. You just jogged my memory all the way. I forgot they got drafted to SmackDown. It's easy to forget because they haven't done anything in months. Have they been on NXT at least? You know I don't watch NXT. I you don't know, think yeah, so. I watch NXT before you watch it. I, I only started watching because Dom and Rhea be on there. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, I haven't watched NXT. I've watched NXT consistently in years. Matter of fact, I have watched NXT TakeOver 2022 before I have watched any NXT this year. <laughs> I re that pay-per-view. Uh, matches on there, I'm not going to lie. It's, oh my gosh. It, man, look, I could sit and watch NXT TakeOvers forever. From like 20... Uh, what eighteen to twenty twenty one? Shit, mm. works of art. Okay, getting distracted again. Um, but yeah, the women's division on Raw. Like I saw, I don't remember who it was who said suggested that Becky take a break. And on paper, that could make sense. But it's like, who else is gonna get TV time? I think Shayna Baszler needs to be on TV. I wouldn't be I mad agree. seeing her versus Rhea. I think they could put on a banger at like maybe at Royal Rumble. But. Yes. If, they, if Becky wants to take a break, at least let her have a match with um, Shayna Baszler. Like, just write it in and show that hurt her so bad she had to take a break. If you if they're doing that with the intent of like having her come fight her at Royal Rumble, sure. But I, I'm still I still think it's going to be in Becky and Rhea. Okay. I think that's still going to be the move. And then because on SmackDown, I'm still if I had to bet money, if I'm predicting. I think it's still going to be Charlotte versus Bianca. And I could see right now, gun to my head, if EO retains the championship, I could see it being her versus Bailey at Mania. Okay. But that's just me. All right. Last but certainly not least, this might be the match I care the most about because low-key, this card is kind of meh. Um, the World Heavyweight Championship match... <laughs> Between Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. I have Seth, but I hope that this is a legitimate match and not just a... I don't want to say this. I hope it's like they actually give them time to have a match instead of it just being like, hey, Shinsuke's a heel. Watch him do heel stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it it kind of stops. It ends what could have been a banger of a match. Yeah, um... It's been a great build. Uh, it, like, it came out of nowhere, but it was a great build. And, uh, you know, it's gonna, like you say, if they give them time and all that, it's going to be a banger match. Uh, this is probably, like, the toughest one to choose at the moment. Because it's like, really? I haven't, been, I haven't been choosing Steph to win. And I know he's You haven't. And you know what? Match. Go ahead and don't pick him this time so I can get this dub. No, no, no. I'm going to choose Steph. Okay. But no. I just don't know how long long he's gonna hold this championship because it's like the past couple times like uh, maybe it's just WWE doing great writing to make me think that he's probably gonna lose. So props to WWE, great job. But uh, I don't know. It's a good. I know like his legit. His back is like hurt. So I don't know. Like it's just just a write in to write him off to lose. You know. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and choose Seth. This I'm a big Shinsuke Nakamura fan. Please remember this when I say this next sentence. If they have Shinsuke Nakamura take the title off of him and not Finn Balor, that's going to be some crap. 
<laughs> like storytelling wise, Finn made the most sense. Then you factor in Damian Priest's boy in the Judgment Day is senior money in the bank. You're gonna tell me you're gonna let Shinsuke win? The story was right here. Yeah. Like I understand, like the Judgment Day, they have their own thing with uh, JD and all that jazz. But no, I even if I didn't think like Seth was gonna like obviously win. There was no way I think that Shinsuke would win just from a storytelling element. Like, I think you missed the mark having it be Shinsuke unless the only reason why you do it is because you want to ensure that uh, Damian Priest cashes in. That is the only way. But yeah. even that doesn't make sense. Hey, I, I, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, I, I don't know, like, at this moment who's set. Because I really thought Finn would be the one to take it off of him. So I don't know who's going to take it off of yeah, yeah, like maybe, looking. Maybe Damien with a cash in. You said what? Maybe Damien with a cash in one day. Maybe how? How I look at it though. Obviously, I'm not putting Seth in the conversation with Roman Reigns because the Tribal Chief has earned like his own stratosphere. But yeah. like realistically, on Raw, taking Finn out of the equation. Who do you see beating him? Like, I don't want to say Cody because I still feel like they're going to try to have him go up against Roman. Yep, that's, that's their goal, so not Cody. And so it's like taking away Finn and Cody, maybe Damian Priest because he has the briefcase, but realistically I can't think of anybody on Raw right now who would cleanly beat Seth for that title. I wouldn't be mad about Drew McIntyre, but they got him doing this stupid tag team thing with Matt Riddle, so... And I don't know how long that's supposed to last, but I can't think of really anybody. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Drew would be a big one, which Drew would deserve it too. A hundred percent. I would love for Drew um, to do it. I don't know, huh? Like, I hope he resigns. Um, I mean, yeah, Drew. I I would want Drew to do it as a heel. Yeah. Oh, he'd have to be a heel. Yeah, I, um, I know he said he don't want to be a heel, but baby, we need good TV. We need a good heel to go up against. Uh, what's it called? Because it can't just be the Judgment Day. Yeah, and like, honestly, they keep doing the Judgment Day and stuff keeps surviving. It's really messing up Judgment Day. No, straight um, up. Because uh, Finn, man, Finn just been losing, boy. But, I mean, it's been all right with the storytelling-wise. So. Eh, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm so sick of seeing Finn take a pin. Like, even on Friday when he went up against L.A. Matt Knight, and the match that does not matter. But I was just yeah. like, I'm so sick of seeing Finn on his back. I want to see Finn get some dubs. Facts, because like it did, but I knew, well, like you say, uh, it, I get what you say. Yeah, yeah, I knew it didn't matter. I was saying the same thing, but I was like, dog, they couldn't find anybody else for LA Knight to beat. But I mean, I get why they did it. I get why they did it. Yeah. Um, I'm just sick of seeing him lose because I, I really like yeah. Finn Balor. I, yeah, I was sick of seeing him lose too. Um, I, I just don't know what the plan is for him right now because it's like I don't. I really don't want the Judgment Day to break up anyway. Me but. either. The, I think Raw needs the Judgment Day. They don't have much going on story-wise uh, outside of the Judgment Day. Exactly. But it's like, you know, because, like, think about the past couple shows. It's just been Judgment Day going against all the faces on Raw. Yeah. Maybe Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can challenge Seth for his championship. You know, they'll be banger matches, but I don't see them beating Seth with a belt. I would love that, but they got to break up first. Because yeah, he, as mean, long as they're the, the tag page. champs, as long as they're the tag champs, nobody's going to actually believe that they're going to win that match. Exactly. Like like you said, like all of them on the same page, all of them hate Judgment Day. So um, 
I don't know. Maybe Champa. He could have a match with Champa. No, they haven't built Champa up. I would be down. I mean, they could build up Champa. I wouldn't be mad at that. I still want to see him versus Johnny Gargano. That's still on the wish list from the um, Elimination Chamber. Johnny Gargano. A returning Johnny Gargano could probably do it. I think it's not saying that Raw doesn't have the bodies. It's just nobody that I really take seriously to do it. Like, they have the potential to create interesting storylines, but I'm just not. No, I feel you. Yeah, so, Raw, we got we to gotta do better, friends. See, see, look, look, if they bring Bobby them back to Raw, Bobby will take it. I was just thinking, of, I wouldn't be mad to see Bobby, but I feel like it would wind up being a lot of six-man tags with him and the Street Profits and then Sammy and KO and um Seth. But yeah. if that could lead to the Street Profits getting some gold back, and then if you can bring Bianca to Raw and she can like bring some more life to it, yeah. might be doing a I little mean, something something. They- Cause I mean they teased it. Bobby Taylor told him on SmackDown he was like, "Now we need some gold or something like that." He said something. If I'm correct, but it's like it's no gold on SmackDown. But I know Kevin had been hurt though, so I'm hoping now that he's back, they'll start being on SmackDown more. But but it's like where's the gold? The only gold I can see for the Street Profits are of course the tag team championships. Yeah, and Bobby, I guess the United States Bobby might go for it. No, I don't want. I'm so sick of seeing Bobby and United States Championship matches. I don't he know what to do. Belt. He has like been. He was holding down that belt for a minute. I would only want to see him as United States Champion if. Well, they didn't do it last year. I wanted them to do Bobby versus Gunther at Survivor Series. You know how they used to do that. Would be I would love like that SmackDown versus Raw premise, and then if they want to throw in NXT too, that's a banger too. If they did that again, I think they would throw NXT in this time. Because that was my all-time favorite Survivor Series. What was that, 2019? That yeah, was card crazy. went crazy. It was such a um, good show. I just want to see my boy Bobby versus Gunther. I want to see Bobby versus Gunther. I want to see Bobby versus... I would rather see Bobby versus Roman than Cody versus Roman. And I know what I want don't matter. Because obviously, we're still going to get Cody <laughs> versus Roman. But... No, it does matter. What you want does matter. Not not to WWE. They don't they don't care what I think. I mean, I don't like I don't even know Well, I told you, I think the the goal right now is gonna be Bobby and the Street Profits versus the uh Brawling Brutes. Yeah. Uh, but I mean Bobby did, you know Seamus coming in. I do wanna see Seamus versus Bobby. I need to Yeah. See that. that that's gonna be fine. But all I know is Bobby and the Street Profits better win because what's the point of having them go through this kind of rebrand and then have them do nothing with it? And also, I don't care about Butch. I want Pete Dunne. Whatever gets me back Pete Dunne, the bruiser weight, make it happen. I'm so sick of this Butch crap. I don't know what to do. I'm sick of it. I heard, you know, it was Ruben saying he was going to break up from them. Maybe if they lose. Do it now. Do it yesterday. Maybe when they lose to the Hurt Business 2.0 or whatever you want to call them. uh, Please. They'll they'll see him off on the edge. I hope so. Because no disrespect to Sheamus. Sheamus is a Hall of Famer, blah, blah, blah. Rich Holland is cool. But personally, as a fan, I like Pete Dunne by himself 
way more than anything the brawling brutes have done and this is not to say the brawling brutes have not done fun stuff because that uh that match they had against imperium was a banger oh, yeah. was a banger I the donny brook i think was called yeah, I know what you're talking about. Definite banger. So I'm not I'm not saying they haven't done anything good. It's just personally, Pete Dunn back in NXT was my dog. I want that guy back. Butch don't does not do anything for me. Give me Pete Dunn. Now that's somebody I can see like contender for the United States Championship or Intercontinental Championship. Cough cough. Give me Gunther versus Pete Dunn again, please. <laughs> because that would be dope actually because Gunther well back when he was Walter he ended Pete Dunne's year plus long uh United States I mean not United States United Kingdom championship run so yeah. boom Pete Dunne said hey I'm gonna come and take your title punk enjoy where's Dragunov uh he's on in, last I saw he was on NXT he had a championship match with Carmelo Hayes and I don't know what he's doing now I feel like it's only a matter of time before he ends up on SmackDown or Raw, I think. I would assume so. Okay. Who knows? All right, Um, that's our show. As you can see, we agreed on everything, which means yeah, that... first time for everything. I know, right? I mean, this card is very predictable. Um, So what we're going to do is our tiebreaker. I couldn't think of anything else, but I think that, like, this is a bit open-ended, so, like... It'll help determine a winner. And so the tiebreaker for this pay-per-view is how many matches in clean. And what does that mean? It means there are no run-ins. There are no interruptions in terms of like, let's say, for example, Dominic coming in and grabbing Raquel Rodriguez and then Rhea hits her with a retie. Like, none of that. Like, it is a clean finish. No distractions. No, none of that. None, none, nothing. Just clean, good old wrestling so with that being said um looking at the card and i'm i'm factoring in the intercontinental championship match i think that does get added to the card i think that i'm gonna say full i lied i lied i'm gonna say three matches in clean I'm going to say three. And technically, because it's a steel cage match, there's really no rules aside from the only way to win is to either climb this uh, cage or, like, exit through the door, win by pin or pinfall or submission. So even if, um, what's her face, Zoe Stark does come in and try to interrupt, I mean, it's not really going towards the match. So that doesn't count. But uh, the rest of the card... Count. Yeah, that don't count. Because, I mean, technically... It's a it's a no disqualification match, so there's no such thing as a clean finish. Either you win or you lose. Okay. So I'm gonna say three matches. I'm thinking. You want me to run through the card again? No, I'm putting it in my head. I got it. Okay. I'm gonna say two. Two? Okay. I'm not gonna ask you what matches because it doesn't matter. Longest. So, again, and then we'll get Ethan's opinion on the main show. And, yeah, so whoever hits the mark or is close to the mark, you get the point, probably get the win, too. Again, rules of that, that means no outside interference to determine a winner, no other shenanigans. Like, prime exa another example, um, if, what's his face? Um, during Gunther versus Chad Gable, if, of course, that matches on the card, uh... Oh my gosh, I see this man's face. I can't think of his name to save my life, but Gunther's man, Gunther's homie. 
uh, the one who's trying to holler at uh, Maxine. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You didn't need to get it now. Uh, I'm, I literally see his Ludwig Kaiser. The one with the blonde hair. Ludwig Kaiser. There we go. If he comes in and gives Chad Gable a clothesline and Gunther wins, that's not a clean finish. But if he comes in like and he's like, ha, ah, blah, 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 Chad doesn't touch him and then Otis comes and fights him, we're not going to count that because. What? No. So that doesn't count. Because it doesn't. No, no, it, let me, let me, because the thing is. Let me redo my math. Let me redo my math. Because I'm saying that doesn't count because if that's not like affecting the overall conclusion of the match. Like if midway through he comes and then Otis takes him out. You, you get what I'm saying? I get it now. Okay, let me rephrase. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm probably confusing you as a listener. Let's go back to the Tribal Rules match. <laughs> Solo attacking Jay Uso did not cost him the match. Jimmy attacking Jay Uso cost him the match. Yeah. So if it's like a Jay Uso type deal, that ends, it's not a clean finish. But if it's just like a mid-match confusion kerfuffle, that counts as a, a dirty finish. Well, I'm going to say three. Oh, no, you can't say three. I already said three. <laughs> uh, so I, I just get, okay, all right, all right. Uh, we got a tiebreaker, man. We got to be I different know. somewhere. I know. Give me a second. Give Take your time, Pastor. <laughs> I'm actually him flipping through a book, and it's funny you said that. <laughs> um, I know I have a pen somewhere. I just know I do. Dude. Also, while you're looking it up, I don't know how much of SmackDown you watch, but they had like a quote-unquote Terry Funk hardcore uh, tag team match between the Street Profits and Brawl and Bruce. That jump was not hardcore at all. Terry Funk is looking down, disappointed that y'all even put his name to that tornado tag team match. Not saying it was a bad match, but it was not hardcore. The only hardcore thing was at the end through the table. That was it. If I, I wouldn't even count that because Bobby, Bobby Spear was the hardcore. That no, for real, that spirit was clean because that was a nice suit. It was a real nice suit. Nah, but I ain't see no blood, no barbed wires, no thumbtacks. No, I didn't even see a ladder. It, it, it wasn't a ladder. Huh? Yeah, like, are you saying it wasn't a ladder? Yeah, it definitely wasn't a ladder. Yeah, it wasn't. Run down, run down the car one more time. I'm going to I'm 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 not say three. Just I got you, my brother in Christ. Uh, we have the United States Championship, Ray versus Austin, Miz versus LA Knight, Gunther versus Chad Gable, possibly. Um, Trish Stratus versus Becky in a steel cage, Rhea versus Raquel, and Seth versus Shinsuke. Uh, if I lose, it's all because I couldn't say three. All right, four. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Whatever. Oh, spicy. <laughs> Don't let me get Michael on you. But, uh, that's our show. <laughs> Well, I guess more of a special segment. Thank you guys so much for listening. Embryo, because you always seem to have stuff to say after I turn off the recording. Anything you want to say before we get up out of here? I say what I say all the time. Everybody be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot of losses um, in SmackDown, as we saw. So just tell your family you love them. You know, hug, hug somebody. 
Let them know you care. Everybody be safe. Oh, that's so nice of you, considering you're a mean person. Um, yeah, I don't think that I really could say it better myself. You know, take care of your loved ones. Be good to people just in general, because you never know what life is going to throw your way. Cough, cough, embryo. Um, you know, just, yeah, this life thing is crazy. So for those of y'all still kind of mourning and sad, because I know it's a lot of wrestling fans still there, go. Peacock sucks. It's garbage. But they do got a nice collection of Bray Wyatt moments. Go and check that out. Um, I did that, was that Friday? It was a good time. Definitely needed that to kind of, you know, loosen, loosen the feels. Yeah, it was really, really nice. Um, but yeah, Uh, wrestlers, man. Yep. They threw you to me and I haven't had you ever since. I mean, low-key, like, (laughs) this is going to sound like kind of dark. I'm sorry. I know we're going to end it. After this, we're going to be done. But, like, you remember, like, what was this? Almost 20 years ago, which is wild to think about, like, you hear about Eddie Guerrero passing. You hear about Chris Benoit passing. He did to himself. But, like, relatively young wrestlers who, like, are still showing up on TV consistently. Umaga passed away. when I think he was 36, too, now that I think about it. But, like, this is the first time in my recollection that like a wrestler that we watch or at least of the past 10, 15 years who has been a consistent presence has passed away and did so young. Yep. Like, and so again, like I wasn't that huge of an Eddie Guerrero fan. Like I recognize it was still an incredibly sad moment, but it didn't really hit me as hard as it hit like other people. And so now with, Bray passing, it's like, I totally understand. I get what y'all were going through back in November of 2005, because this sucks. No, agreed. agreed. So sad. We all know know about it, but we was young. So, like, it's like, we grew up with Bray. It's like, we didn't, but we did. So, it it sucks. Especially just everything he did in his short time. And, um, it just sucks, you know, you, you just never know what life's going to throw at you. Yeah. Well, I don't know about all of us growing up. I mean, you were listening from your mom's womb, but I feel that. Um, see, see, this is what I did with y'all. I just started firsthand. This is what, like, we have I, ha- I had not made a reference to you still being in the womb, like, all day. So you're welcome. I had to fit wow, it in. So you just, you just was itching to do it. I sure was. But as always, it is such a pleasure again to speak with you. You will always be my favorite PP. Um, well, hopefully that's not always the case, but for right now, you are definitely my favorite PP. And I am grateful to have you. She said what? That like I said, you're my favorite PP right now. I don't have a husband right now, so for now, forever, always. Dang, so you just wishing loneliness on me. Beautiful. Um, anyway, I, I was saying all that to say thank you so much for coming on. I love hearing your voice. I love you to death. Thank you so much for being my friend. And you know, I can't wait to see you when I see you. Hopefully it'll be in a couple, a month and a half. But you know, that's up to you. No, that's up to my bank account. It ain't looking good. But I like, um, uh, uh, want to thank you too. Love you. Happy to hear your voice. You know, it's better to hear your voice than you throwing insults over text. So, you know, it's all love. It's not insults. I'll be spitting facts. Um, But just as much as I thank Embryo for being here, I thank you all for listening. 
uh, like I said, the main show will be here the um, towards the end of the week. Um, scheduling stuff with me and uh, me and Ethan, but we gonna make it work. Um, and then next week, obviously after payback wraps up, we are going to be back with you with our recap, which is going to be a blast and a half. And again, thank y'all so much for listening, and I will see you all next time.